we're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. Hello. Last week it was me and Melody on a walk, and today it's me and Tracy. No, we are not in a divorce. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not just with both. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny, but <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> but Melody had a um, a work thing this morning, so she's not able to be here. But I love being able to have this one on one time with both of you guys. Oh man, it's like Steph the therapist. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to go that far, but um, but Tracy just came back from camping. So tell us about your camping trip. It was so fun. My my sister Lucynthia, she planned this amazing trip. We went to uh, we went up to the redwoods, and we spent our first night went through the West Desert, you know, into the like flatlands of western utah and then through to like mesquite and then beyond like nevada is the most it is the largest desert i guess like the most desert state in the in the union besides utah so like there's nevada and utah but um nevada's just wow what a place anyway we went to reno we stayed in reno and then we went on to california to the redwoods and when we hit we were going to stay our first night on the actual campsite like on our camping was at this place called um golden bluffs beach in the redwoods and it's amazing like i would love to go there again and again it's just incredible and it's next to the ocean and we saw dolphins and seals. when you drive into the canyon it's like all these redwoods come up and there's ferns all over the ground and it is gorgeous it's like a completely different ecosystem it it feels like you're in a forest this is where they filmed star wars Empire Strikes, no, 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 uh, uh, the third one. It's like number You're six. asking the wrong person. Anyway, sorry, it's like <laughs> the Ewoks who are going through the trees. They're like, they're flying through the trees and all that stuff. Like that's where it was filmed, was in this, in this area. It's gorgeous, it's just stunning. And then you, you fly, I mean, and then you drive to the, there's right down the street is something called Fern Canyon and Fern Canyon is where I think they filmed part of Jurassic Park number two. And it's just beautiful. It's like these ferns are on the walls, like just these five fingered ferns. And it just, it was beautiful, stunning, uh, breathtaking, really like you walked into a different world, you know, it was just That's so cool. Beautiful. So that was really fun. And of course, the redwoods, there's a sacredness to those trees, to those super tall trees. They're between, you know, anywhere from, I mean, there are all sorts of different heights, but the highest we went to were the tall trees, uh, right? Uh, their tall trees park, that place, we they were between 330 and 350 feet tall. And they're just, it was amazing. So beautiful, beautiful place. And then we headed up to um, a different, we went, to different parts of the of the of the redwoods, we went to different parts and sp- and stayed in different parts. We stayed in Eureka a couple nights just because 
uh, we didn't have enough camping spots for our whole family. So we had to have a couple of people who were in Eureka. Um, but then we went to, um, anyway, we went to some other parts as well. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful place. Then we went up to Crater Lake in Oregon. And Crater Lake is the deepest, like deepest lake in the in the United States of America. It's 1,943 feet at the deepest part. And Did you get a job being a tour guide there? <laughs> and uh, it's actually like a completely naturally made, like it's it's made by like rainwater. It collects rainwater and... Um, <laughs> I can just no. see you like standing at the lake, like sharing all the facts with the people. I'm impressed that you know that. You know, it's funny because my mom, she laughed about this. I told her, I said, mom, you know, in, in another life, I would have been... Um, a ranger like I would have been like a national forest oh I can totally see that <laughs> as like it totally is so fitting for me like besides the fact that I totally despise them I basically hate forest rangers like with a passion I think I could be one is that <laughs> hilarious like I hate them I feel like they're always trying to lose your fun and they're and then <laughs> rarely do they want you to have a good time um, mostly they just want to ruin things for you but Beyond that, I really do feel like I could be a forest stranger. Just because if I if it was just about giving tours and just teaching people, otherwise I would never enforce the rules. Except that I'd be like the the like litter Nazi who'd be like, you cannot drop any litter ever. But beyond that, I would be fine with people just being people, you know. Well, and the redwoods was that your first time going there? Yeah. I mean, I've I, been to the Redwoods. I've been to Muir Woods in like San Francisco, uh-huh. right San Francisco, but I've never been to the Redwood like National Forest. Forest. Well, I have, I've only been to the like Redwoods in San Francisco, but I remember um, being there and being like, oh my gosh, like it's just like this peaceful feeling in the forest and it's like dark and I don't know. It's cool. It's a I love, I love trees beyond that. Like I love trees. I'm such a tree hugger in that way, but in the regards that it kind of changed me, I felt like there was like, wow, people need to spend more time amongst these trees. This is a special thing. And at Crater Lake, Crater Lake is super blue. It's like from our perspective, it just looks like this unreal blue and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And we jumped in it. We cliff jumped into the water because you can't even wear a life jacket. They won't let you wear life vests or your, or a, yeah. That's so pretty. That's like navy blue. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, and the closer you get to the water, the, like the clearer it gets like to be this aqua blue. And then it changes into this deep blue. And then the sun, you can see the reflection of the clouds all over the, the lake. And anyway, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. But um, it's also boring. So uh, that's just my honest assessment. Like it's, it's a really nice camping place. It's not super exciting. Once you've jumped in and done the like jumping in the lake, then you feel like you've done Crater Lake. Like that's when you're kind of done. But my brother and I did a hike in the morning and we met this guy at the top and he is an, a musician and he was doing this thing like in a landscape and he literally goes around and he plays his classical piano 
and people walk around with headphones around the sites, like listening to this classical music. And I just thought that was amazing. I wanted to listen, but we were leaving before his concert that night. But I was just thinking how creative people are, how cool they are to create these experiences for people in these special places, these special locations. Uh, so that was really cool. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, we had a great time. It was it was fabulous. I it was a fabulous time. So I'm glad I did it. Yeah, your pictures look super fun too. Yeah, it was. They were just. There's so many fun pictures. My husband took like a synchronicity of me jumping in, like doing the cliff jumping into the lake. He took all these pictures of me and it's so fun to watch like the, the first jump and then like this, the progression of me going into the water. It's super cool. And um, I literally couldn't breathe. It was so cold. And so like I came out of the water and I was like, <laughs> everybody else is like, oh, my bum or blub, like somebody, they hit something. And I'm the person who like cannot breathe. I cannot speak for like a solid minute just trying to get out of the water as fast as humanly possible because it was so shocking to me how cold it was. Uh, but we also got in the ocean and we went and saw all of these. We went and saw like when the tide was out, we went and did the tide pools. And I mean, I just... And I saw so many starfish. I saw so many starfish. It was crazy. And I saw so many clams and just so many hermit crabs. That's what I saw. But it was really, really fun. So had a great time. You know, as you're talking, I'm like, I think one of the importance of importance of vacation and going to different places. Um, and I don't love to travel as much. Like, I'm like, uh, I'm okay, like, staying home. But as you're describing all those things, I love those moments when you go somewhere new and you're like, this is breathtaking. I remember going to Banff and being like, I've never seen anything more beautiful than these mountains. And it's cool to just sort of be in awe. And you can feel that, like I feel that whenever I'm in the mountains or whatever, I'm like, this is so pretty. But um, I feel like, especially on vacation, you're like a little bit more not on a time crunch and you're able to notice all like the, the things around you and take it all in. Yeah, and I feel like it really, like, what was the big takeaway for me, actually, when I got home was I had all this energy. I had so much energy coming home. Like, I was like, get all this stuff done. And I just had, like, two really productive days. And David was like, wow, you're super productive right now. And I was like, yes, I'm feeling good, you know. And and then it kind of passed, right? But that's okay. But, I mean, also part of it, too, is that I recognize that the in nature, like, being outside and sleeping outside and having all that time that I was outdoors – really was so good for me that's awesome yeah how are you doing Steph tell tell me what's new with you and of course everybody guess what today is Steph's birthday before we started recording Tracy played a really cute song I did I sing her happy birthday on the uke like I do (laughs) (laughs) I'm sort of sad that I didn't record it because Tracy you do a good job on the uke so if you want um, me to, do it again. Yeah, do it. Just play a little bit so they can hear. Okay, guys, everybody, this is how I do birthdays. It goes like this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Steph. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. See? It's Tracy does such a good job. 
I love it. So, um, but yeah, I feel like I haven't had much balance in my life because, um, so it's actually really cool because about two months ago, I told the silver dollar man that I work with, <laughs> that's what he goes by, Scott. I told him because we had like coordinated with like the director of the Salt Lake Parade of Homes and stuff and um, sent out these emails to the builders, but I didn't have anyone signed up. And I just was sort of like, you know what? We have so much going on. I don't really want to like go after these builders. This is the unknown. We've never done a parade of homes before. I was like, let's just like try for next year. And I was like gonna give up completely. And then I was like, you know what? Just do one more round of, I had one person signed up. Um, and it was like, let's just like reach out to everyone one more time. And I did, and then we got um, out of the parade homes. We are interviewed, cause like they do model homes and then parade homes that are specific just for the parade. Um, so we got eight out of the 10 builders for that. Um, and these interviews were so much fun learning about because we would have them like we couldn't see the place. So we were like, describe it. And I just feel like it really brought everything to life and sort of hearing um, their perspective on it. And I think the Parade of Homes is so much fun. I love doing it. And they gave us like a discount code for our listeners to use. And we got invited to like these VIP nights um, next week. So it's like so fun to be a part of it. But it was so out of my comfort zone. Um, like, and last year, I feel like it was a year at work that we were creating all the time. So we were constantly like um, trying something new. And this year it was like, okay, we need to get organized. So I haven't gone out of my comfort zone as much. And it was just a good reminder that it, it is fun to go out of your comfort zone and even though it's like messy and you don't know what to expect from it like next year will be great because we have this footing you know and we know what to expect but um but i was so nervous too and then once i interviewed the first builder i was like oh it's just like any other interview but i was just nervous because it's like something i hadn't done before and it's been a lot of work because we've had our normal interviews and then all eight of these episodes on top of it that I'm releasing at the same time. And so I feel like I've just been, I like I've pulled some really long hours just trying to stay afloat with things, um, which is, which has been like good, but I was reading a little bit about being like a workaholic. <laughs> and I was like, this is a time right now that it is crunch time, like just to stay afloat uh, like I've had to work so much more but I was like you know I think this year it's easy to like focus on work because that's where I'm I feel like I'm thriving than to go out and run or to make dinner or whatever so and um Scott who I work with the silver dollar man he always says he's like you know it doesn't matter how much you make or how successful you are in business if your relationships your relationships with like your family your friends your significant other with god if they are in a good place and if um and like he said your relationships and your i forget the other thing he's like it's not worth it you aren't successful because you don't have that balance so i've been feeling that a lot lately and like thinking about that oh and your health that like if you aren't taking care of yourself yeah well scott the silver dollar man is wise 
<laughs> he is, so. He is wise. He's so awesome. We love you, Scott. You're awesome. And I think that listening to you talk about that, I'm like, this is all so good. You know, Steph, like you're in a crunch time right now. This is a busy season for you because of this opportunity that you created because you went for it and you're really crushing it. But I think it's also like recognizing that we go where we feel good, like where we feel like we're having success. I really liked how you made that. That's true. We go where we feel good. I think a lot of people, the reason why they are workaholics or why whatever it is, whether it's exercise-aholic or whatever it may be, there's different types of things that are good things, right? But too much of a good thing can make other things suffer, especially our relationships. And if we're not taking taking care of that, then that will have effects on our lives. So I think that's that's wise to try to find the balance. But yeah, and I think like too because we have this event, and then we have for the Utah Podcast Coalition. Um, one of our members, Chris Hollifield, it's his 10th year of podcasting. So we're doing a big live podcast and that's something that's never been done before. And I feel like nervous about that. And I'm like, you know, these are right back to back. So maybe <laughs> like in the future, if it's doing new things, spacing it out a little bit. Um, and, but I do think that there needs to be the balance of, um, and not that I was getting bored, but if I don't have something new, um, that I can do creatively, it's easy to just um, not be as excited. But when you bring in something new and you create, that's when it's like it ignites the passions again, you know? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, so, variety. Variety definitely brings in. It's one of the, you know, six basic needs. So yeah, that's, that's really great. Well, and it's interesting too, because as I'm thinking about, you know, today's my birthday and this next year and I don't love to make a big deal of birthdays it's sort of like okay like it's my day I don't do like a birthday week or birthday month it's just sweet my birthday (laughs) let's move forward but I do like to always reflect and think about you know where I am out in life and I just was thinking I was like you know I think that the biggest area that I'm lacking is that I haven't been keeping some commitments or promises to myself and and I was like and if I like I mean I've said this so many times on the podcast but if I was treating a friend the way that I treat myself I would be a really crappy friend and that person would drop me and so my goal for this year is I really want to take it you know um I've mentioned this before but when we were talking about what would our December selves tell ourselves and I said and that every day matters. And so I really want to check in every night with myself and be like, what is like a commitment or something you want to do the next day? And um, keep it like one to three things really small and then to do that. And whether that's to wash my car, whether that's I have a super packed day and all I want to do, make sure that I do is to have a gratitude prayer in the morning or something small. It breaks it down to day by day um, and really gets me to trust myself again. That like, if I say I'm gonna do something, like I'm gonna do it, whether or not, like a lot of times it's easier for me to have other people that I'm accountable to, but not myself. Like there's no way I would be doing three seasons of this podcast all by myself. Absolutely no way. Like I would have (laughs) been, 
the first week, you know. So, um, so anyways, just thinking about how I want to really be like, I want that to sort of be my goal for this whole year is um, how am I at keeping these commitments? That was super profound. I loved that every day matters. I think birthdays, that's what I think I use my birthday for is a reflection time. Like it's always a reflection on like where, where is life right now? Like how are things going for me? So sometimes I don't like it. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh crap, like this isn't where I wanted life to be or whatever. But um, I think it's also just a really great day to like reflect on the wins. So, you know, that's one thing that I'm like, you know, Steph, if anything, I hope that you take some time today to reflect on like the progress. And I feel like the win in and of itself that you have the parade of homes, like that you're almost to that this point where you're releasing all these episodes for the parade of homes and that you've done that of your own volition and you're bringing in business into your, into title one and that you've been able to maintain your friendships and that you've done 52 weeks and that you're managing all these things. Like you're a very ambitious person you built, I mean, you, you bought a home in the last year, you, you know, like you bought it, like, you, oh yeah, I forgot about that. That is a, like, it has been since my birthday. Cause I didn't have it on my birthday last year. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm like, what have you accomplished in the past year? Yeah, no, that's cause thinking about it. I'm like, I have made a lot of changes this past year and sometimes it doesn't feel like it, um, but yeah. There's I'm going to reflect on that, Tracy. Very wise. Thank you, Coach Tracy. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, I think part of it is like, just like you said, every day matters. Like every day matters in regards to us recognizing. Because I feel like what you've done for me is you've been like, Tracy, look at what you've accomplished. I'm like, I've accomplished nothing. And you're like, that's not true. And it's not true, right? And the same thing. And like, of course, I know you don't think that about yourself, but I think sometimes we can get to these moments and these days and be let down because we don't actually reflect on how far we've come. Well, and it's just so true because I'm looking at this one area where I like haven't been running as much, you know, and I've been eating out every meal and my body feels like crap. And so I'm looking at that sort of discouraging bit. But when you say all this, it's like, okay, but these other areas, like I have drastically improved in. And you've thrived. You're like, in a lot of ways, there's like a thriving nature to certain aspects of your life, but it's that whole like, okay, how do I swing back to taking care of myself in the midst of this craziness? Like, how do I have like a little bit of a touch point? Well, and you know what? Um, I was telling Melody this last night on our run, but you guys inspired me since you guys have been doing freezer meals. I haven't. haven't you, oh, I thought you were doing it too. I haven't. I mean, I, that's a cool idea. I love Melody's idea, but I haven't done it. Oh, I thought that you were trying to, but, um, but I just like researched a bunch of stuff because that's, I think as we talked about staying within our energy cycles, I feel like when I have the energy to meal prep a bunch of meals to do it, freeze them in the portions and then when I want something to eat later, I can put it in the Instant Pot. And it's like fresh, it's nice, I don't have to eat out. Um, and so I've just been thinking like, okay, that's a way that I can stay within my energy cycle and do 
when I'm feeling highly motivated, do a whole bunch of those, forget about it. And, and sort of have lists for the week of here, like how you do, here's the options of what you could eat, have a whole bunch of that. So then I don't even have to think about grocery shopping or whatever. And to prep that beforehand, because that's like always the last thing that I want to do. And that's the thing that will make you feel good. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing that'll actually make you feel better because it's your food, your nourishment, like are you nourishing your body, but are you also nourishing your soul, right? Mm-hmm. Are you nourishing your spirit. Well, your spirit and your body are a soul. And so that's yeah. what like, you got to take both. You got to take care of the spirit and you got to take care of the body together. Yeah. So that's, what's going to create that balance and that feeling of like my life is in a better place because I'm actually taking care of those things. Right. And it's something that's so simple. And I feel like, you know, at the beginning of 52 weeks, I really wanted to be a person that woke up early. Like season one, I was just trying to get my butt out of bed. Like I am a person now that pops up early, but instead of going running, I usually start working and I'm like, it's very easy to just get out the door. And so I think I have like a lot of the base. It's just sort of pivoting things and being like, okay, no, like, just go out the door, go for your run. There will always be something to work on. But I, I noticed lately, I was like, I really do think that um, like work, TV, all of it, it, it is like numbing and a distraction at times because then you don't really have to think about what's going on in life or real feelings. Oh, for sure. And I think one of the things that I got a break from in my trip was my phone. Like I wasn't on my phone a lot. I was with people a lot. I was outside a lot. And I can sense that those those things all were like lifters. Those were all mood boosting effects. But when I came home and I was back in my environment, I noticed that those first two days when I was super productive, it's because I had really high energy because there was a lot to do. There was so much to do and so much to accomplish. And so I just went from one thing to the next. And then my energy kind of tanked. And I was like, why? Like, why can't I feel that good every day? I want to feel that good every day. But it's not true. That's just not how life is. Life is not like that. And we want it to be because we remember those days. We remember the days when we're just like, I crushed the day. And then we look back on the days where we're like, why did that day go so hard? Why was that such a harder day? And I could barely get anything done. And, and I'm like, that's life. That is genuinely life, like life ebbs and flows. And we have to be patient in all the seasons that it provides us with instead of expecting ourselves to be always this glorious, productive human being. It's like, that's just not even how it works. Some seasons are very quiet and still. And so that's something I'm thinking about. And and just on top of that, kind of that thought is um, yesterday I was, just I was a little discouraged even though I had a really good day like Mm -hmm. I was like I'm exhausted today and I was like well you didn't get sleep and your body is super used to you getting sufficient sleep like you you didn't do certain things and so your fundamentals are critical to you feeling good and if you don't address the fundamentals you can't maintain the good feelings it just sorry Like, that's just the way it is. So you're going to have to go back to your basics to feel better. I'm writing this down, um, but I love that the fundamentals are critical to you feeling good. And, 
you know, I've said this before, but it, I just think sometimes we get cocky where we're like, oh yeah, I don't need, like, I don't need the small little things. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need that. Um, and then you're like, oh, actually I do. I've even noticed it um, with posting podcasts because I've had two podcasts recently that I've made a mistake, that I've posted the wrong audio, like I've copied the wrong audio and put it in and it's a completely different person. And usually I double check that type of stuff. But I feel like I've just been like, oh, I'm fine. I, I don't need to double check. And it's like just reminding myself, no, it doesn't matter. Like there are fundamentals for a reason. And like the small thing of double checking, that's what makes sure that there's not errors. And so even like something like that, that just seems like, oh, why would you double check the audio that's in there and play it? Well, so that you don't send someone the wrong audio and have them be like, this is a woman's voice. It's not me. <laughs> is like it's like there's a checklist for a reason yes my audio process like there's a checklist for a reason and it's to help me prevent me from making the mistakes that I naturally do because I naturally move into chaos Mm -hmm. state so I have to like rein in the chaos by creating a checklist so that I don't do the things that are just naturally going to happen anyway in a chaotic world Well, and it's just, I've been thinking a lot about how, you know, in church, it's always, we joke about, oh, it's the, the Sunday school primary answers of read your scriptures, pray, like serve others, go to the temple. And those are very small steps, but sometimes they do feel hard when you aren't in the routine of it. Oh, Yes. How many of us have felt resistance to picking up our scriptures? Like how many of us have, have felt resistance to, to going to the temple, to scheduling a session in the temple or to spending time on our knees, actually talking to God like that, that those things, for some reason, there is always resistance because they're the things that matter. And so there's going to be some kind of like, you know, okay. Like sometimes it's easier than others, but I feel like when you have established your fundamentals, it's like you go, you just go where you're, it's like almost like a habit, right? Like it's, you've established habits so that you just automatically go there. Even when you're not feeling like it, you automatically do those things. And those things, um, Brooke Snow, she taught something. She's like, your fundamentals are critical on the days when you feel great. And they're critical on the days when you feel miserable, but they are always critical. Like Writing that down too. Like it's not, it's, it's because your fundamentals will save you during your darkest seasons and they will save you during your best seasons. And then there's the middle part. Then there's all the neutral all the time where you're just like, okay, it's just another day. Right. But those, yeah, I think that's true. Well, and it's been interesting recording this series forever. And I was telling you before we were recording, like summertime, every single season, it gets hard. And everyone can't make it to the recording. And people are traveling. And it just gets hard. And then it's sort of like you get through summer and everyone's motivated again because it's like, oh, there's only a few months till the end of the year. And, and just seeing like our, as we've really been talking about our different energy cycles and everything, I think that that's been like the coolest thing to sort of like pinpoint, um, oh, like this is a cycle 
that I'm going through. And instead of like, I love how it's critical on your, when you feel great and when you feel miserable. And instead of being like, like what you were saying, why can't I always be super productive? It's like knowing that that's just the cycle. But if you do your fundamentals, you'll be able to get through it. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm heading into ovulation right now. And so I know that like, I'm going to be more productive. Like I'm just more productive during ovulation and I peak, I come into like a peak state and then I start to taper off and I just can't accomplish the same thing. So for me, this is a good season to do the recipe to making lots of food. Like I can even look at my cycle and know there's certain days I'm going to feel better than other days. And then it's a good time to plan your most productive activities during that time of your cycle. And like, as a woman, we know that. Yeah, I love it. This has been so fascinating. So I want to know, Trace, what do you feel like, I mean, you've been traveling, but how are you feeling about like, your, are you doing another event? How's coaching? How are all like your goals? That's a great question. So I will tell you that while I was on my vacation, I told myself that I was gonna try to maintain like just my floors on my goals. I didn't at all. Like I, I didn't attention to most of my goals um I did meditate almost every day but I did go to my tools when something came up like when something came up I would write or I would and every single day I kept a journal the one thing I did the whole entire trip I never missed a day and I had one thing there was just one thing I had to do during the trip and that was that I wrote in my journal every single day about things I appreciate about David I was doing a gratitude journal for David. And so I did it every single day and I'm on day like 13 of that, but I've done it every single day since I started that. And I feel like that has been like a success, right? That I've been keeping consistent on that one thing. And that's has a trickle effect because then you start thinking about, oh, look at all the good things I did. Like besides focusing on what David did, like what all the good things I did. And so it's had that reciprocity effect. But one of the things that I, in regards to my goals and how I'm moving forward in coaching, uh, I haven't been doing a lot with coaching. Like ever since those two events, like those kind of, they didn't actually bring any fruits with actual coaching. They, They only brought people to me that wanted to do events. So I've helped several people do their own events. And since I did my event, I have helped two other women do events, which is cool. Oh, cool. Um, specifically, that I mean, they did it on their own, but like I was the push that was like mm-hmm. the event. And so two other women have done events. And then I'm planning an event with my cousin. Actually, my cousin, we're going to do an event in August. And we haven't even like talked about it. So we need to start figuring that out. But Um, that's something that's like on the horizon, but I was actually talking to my coach yesterday because I was like, I feel lost again. You know, I feel like, what am I doing? Do I want to coach? Even do I want to do this? Right. I'm back to the whole existential crisis that I always go back to no matter what I'm doing. Surprise, surprise. Life is, uh, it, I don't know that you figure it out right like I don't know that you have this moment where you're like I now know right and I think people don't like that but that's my that's been my experience and that's okay I'm learning still but um 
Anyway, so I have been looking for jobs. Well, I'm not like actively looking for jobs. I looked for jobs on Sunday. I looked for a few jobs, looked up a few places to look for some jobs. And, um, and it didn't, none of them landed. Of course, none of them were like, wow, that's the job I want to apply for. Right. But there's a few things I could do, um, with work wise, but I do feel like I kind of want the schedule of a work. Like I kind of want, I'm craving that. And I was like, well, what if I made one big push? Like I did like a a month, like an intensive month of posting every day on social media and, you know, doing everything I can to like live the coach life, like doing the coaching things and see how that goes and see like creating a plan for the next month. And because that's all I can think about. I, I'm not beyond that. I'm like, I can do a month of this, but there's just like, I'm super inconsistent. I'm just so inconsistent. Like I don't stick it out. I don't stay with it. And, and yet at the same time, it's like, that's why I'm so amazed by entrepreneurs. I'm like, man, they're freaking awesome. Like how do people make themselves do stuff? Um, I don't know how to get myself to do stuff. Like, I don't know how. So it's just interesting. I'm in an existential moment in that regard. Like in regards to my job, I'm just like, who am I? What do I do? And how am I productive? And um, this is why I love our friendship, though, because it's like our both of our like weaknesses are each other's strengths. Right. Like, Because I feel like I'm struggling right now with being active but that's just something that you constantly like you are very active like you're running you're playing pickleball you're doing all these things you just naturally eat healthy right like it's just like part of you and you're talking about all this stuff and I'm like Tracy you can do this you're great like you totally and I think the reason that like if you do that for a month and really give your all because I was even talking um, to some of the gals that they came to your event and being like, oh, I learned this from Tracy, you know? So I feel like people already know who you are. Um, and like, but it's just that reminder of why people need coaching. Yeah. And I, I think, I think part of it too, for myself is that I'm still like experiencing I'm just sort of like, when I do help people one-on-one, it's great, but I prefer a group. Like I prefer the group setting. And it's not because, because I want the genius of all the people there to contribute to solving the problems. Because I don't think I have all, I know I don't have all the answers, but I know that a group effect, people can bring things to the table that other people can sort through and say like, oh, I want that, I don't want that. I'm going to pick up that tool, not that tool. Like, or that was helpful. That wasn't helpful. You know, like you can kind of discern and sort through it, but because there's more voices, you can kind of find the person that fits for you. Um, and so I feel like I've discovered that, that I do like to do like a group thing, but I'd rather have it be a small group. And so I'm just like, well, what if I do that? What if I put forth like this week, like I'm doing a six week program I need this many women. I'm looking for this many women to join this program. It's going to cost this much. And we're going to go through these creation principles or whatever. Oh, I think that's awesome. 
yeah and I mean and I could do that and I'm like I should probably try something like that but there's just that like how am I ever gonna make money again you know okay, how am but- I consistent about money because I'm not I, I just feel like I'm it's super inconsistent I get that, but as you're talking about the group thing, I'm like, Tracy, I feel like if you put that out there like that, there's enough people that like know you and also are motivated socially that I think that that could be super awesome. Like Melody started with her runner, she started doing different Marco Polos with each and introducing all like the runners. Um, and it's like blown up, you know? And I think that people like that group um, feel of support and asking questions. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. So I feel like, especially with coaching, cause I've seen being one of your clients that you've done such an amazing job, but if you were like, okay, I'm getting this many women, we're doing this type of a accountability group, I'd be like, um, yeah, I'm in, you know? And I think that there's a lot of people that would feel the same way. Yeah, and I think I think part of it too is just that I'm I'm struggling with the part of me that just wants to be told what to do. Um, but Tracy, you like here's the thing is I I actually was thinking this I was pitching you in other jobs, and I was like just like a regular secretary job, receptionist, whatever, like as you're just like, I just want schedule. The thing is, you are such a natural born leader that you are so overqualified <laughs> for a lot of like, I just think this entry level as you're like figuring things out, I just think that you are a born leader and that I think it would be hard to get a job because whatever it is, you'll just <laughs> Well, I think part of them, they'll be like, why are you here? Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. That, that's a great question. Like, <laughs> I remember even when I applied to the church, I applied to the church to be like in their admin kind of thing. And they were like, why are you here? I'm like, dang it. Like, I don't know why I'm here. I have to leave now. Like, Let's just close this up. I'm wasting everybody's time, you know? Yeah. Um, and that was years ago. And I was just, they're like, you seem more ambitious than this job. And I'm like, dang it, why are you saying that to me? Like, I'm not, I'm not even that I'm more ambitious than the job. It was just like, what is your objective in being here? I'm like, I don't know, having a job, that's why. Cause I wanna exist and subsist on life. Like I'm not even exist, but I wanna have something that, I want a paycheck, you know? Like, yeah, and you want, it's easier to be told what to do. It is harder creating your own thing. And I think, but like you really, you really are a natural leader like and so it's just interesting because i don't know i think you're a great sorry go on no i was just saying i think you're a great coach so like i'm like stay with it selfishly but i also get and it's interesting to see your perspective because i'm not that way like i i don't never question oh is this supposed to be what i'm doing but i just think that's part of my personality but i know a lot of people are similar to you of because i've heard friends where it's like i don't know is this right i don't know so well i think part of it too is it's like it's not even what's right it's like what do you want to do go yeah like just go do the thing but there's this part like i'm struggling to do the thing and part of the reason why i'm struggling with it is because like at this point i'm like well i've done some things and i can teach a little bit and i can help people but people have some big problems and there are times where i really don't have the 
faintest idea what to tell them. I'm like, wow, good luck. (laughs) That's what I want to tell them is, okay, well, shoot, I don't have any skills for that. I hope you find somebody that does. (laughs) But I I think that's great too, being honest, because if you can be honest like that um, and be like, hey, I think that someone else would be better suited. That's what people are looking for. Right. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Like even somebody who yesterday, she asked me some things and I was like, you know what? You need to go see my coach. <laughs> like you need to go see her because she's going to help you way more than I'm going to help you. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. So yeah. Anyway. All right. What about you, Steph goals or what are we looking at for this next, next week? So I want to meal prep this next week. Um, just a few meals and put them in the freezer and then I really want to just at night, like, make sort of like, okay, this is what I want to get done during the day, the next day, and not do more than three things and keep those. How about one thing, Steph? How about I modify this goal to one thing? Well, but here's the thing is I do, like, I want it to be between one and three things. Okay, okay. Because sometimes the things aren't that big. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I just, the reason why I'm in that mindset is I'm like, we need to have something that we're like, I'm crushing that one thing. Like that one thing is really going well because I feel like it gives us all the momentum for the other things, but it's gotta be one thing that we're kind of hitting really well that helps. And it has a trickle down effect on everything else. No, it's true. So but Tracy, when I'm feeling great, I want the option for three. So that's why I don't want to be yeah. limited by one. <laughs> I don't want to put down that fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So great. Yeah. Um, and what are yours? So. <laughs> I feel overwhelmed. I think about the whole coaching thing and being like, am I going to do this? Because I have done it. I've been a year. I've been over a year doing the coaching thing. And. I've done very little. If you really want to look at it, it's like, I have not done that much with it. And there's all these statements I'm looking at. I'm going to tell you guys, these are, these are what it says. It says, I am focused. I am disciplined. I am capable. I am clean. I find a way. God has a work for me to do and I am ready. I am worthy and deserving of success. I create positive programming. Those are all around me, right? These are the little statements that I have around me. So, But it's like, man, it's just the Lord loves effort, apparently. And we also don't feel satisfaction without putting forth effort, apparently. And so I think for myself right now, looking at my goals for this next week, I'm like, what am I going to do different? How is it going to be different? Trace, could we this week text each other to follow up daily? Would that help you? Because that would help me. Yeah, I think that would be helpful. I I think my worry is that because we know each other so well that we don't take each other seriously. And so there's that concern for me. But I feel like I probably need just some accountability anyway, no matter what it is. I do too. Like, I feel like, because I've been like thinking the same thing, but I'm just like, no, let's... Let's just sort of um, check in, like, and we can do it through our group text with Melody, but I feel like I need that daily check-in 
to sort of help me. Yeah. And I think um, what I'm going to work on, I'm, I'm going to focus on God. I think I'm going to listen to a general conference talk because I really don't listen to general conference talks. So I'm going to listen to one of those every day. I'm going to listen to a general conference talk. I'm going to, and I'm going to try to pray. And literally that's all I'm going to do. I love it. Focus on the spiritual aspect of my life because I know that that's where I'm going to receive revelation and get a little bit more assistance in regards to moving forward. I would love to say like, oh, I'm going to post on social media every day. I don't even want to do that right now. No, I think that this is perfect. So I'm going to follow up with you at the end of the day about the conference talk and prayer. Okay. Sounds good. And will you follow up with me? I think like breaking it down a little for me is I just want to get out and just do one mile a day. Okay. So ask me about that. And if I kept my little promise to myself, whatever it was the night before. Okay. Little promises. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I think that sometimes we need that like re-motivation of just helping each other be accountable. Totally. I think so too. All right. Okay. Well, Well, have a great day. Thank you. You too. And thank you for those that have listened and remember to focus on the fire. I had no idea what time it was. (laughs) 